Daddy ain't dead. Give me my flower. Yo. Welcome back to the latest episode of the Daddy Ain't Dead podcast. I'm your host, Amp. Thank you for tuning in. Got a lot to talk about. First of all, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Um, I just became a new fan of his um, like a year ago. Um, listened to his discography and, and really enjoyed it. Um, but it is sad to see that um, a young man, a young father, um, a young husband, boyfriend, whatever he was to Lord London, um, is, is taken away from his family. And senseless, senseless gun violence. And it's just, it sucks. But it's also a point to what I always talk about on the show and to my friends and family is my catchphrase. Give me my flowers. It's like you just never know. Give me my flowers when I'm alive. I see everybody, and it's great too, that everybody is spreading his message, um, spreading all the great that he did, spreading all the entrepreneurship, the wisdom he dropped um, on people, you know, all the opportunities provided for his community um, with the jobs, with the the stores he had and and everything he was doing along with his music. Um, I just, it just seems like he was such a genuine man, um, loving guy, like he was always willing to help anybody that he came across. Um, And it also didn't hurt that his music was, was flames, you know, but um to really talk about, you know, giving me my flowers and, and why I say it is because, you know, he got taken away so young and we just don't know if, if that happened. We don't know if people gave him his flowers. And and I bet and wish that, you know, everybody could because that's what everybody's doing right now. Everybody's posting everything they know and can see and can find about Nipsey Hussle. And I don't want that. I don't want that to be me. Now, I know I'm not nowhere near as famous or as um, influential as he is, but for my friends and family, my loved ones, give me my flowers now. Like, tell me how much you love me. Tell me what I mean to you. You know, appreciate me. Show me, that. Uh, tell me that you appreciate me. Don't show me, tell me. And my wife know that's my love language is I need to, Hear those words. I need to hear those words. Like those words are so powerful to men and and not just from from women or your spouse. It's from everybody, like especially people you care about and you love and that you provide for from your kids, you know, and your your mom, dad, whoever. Give me give me my flowers. I'm telling you. Excuse me. Um, had a little spaghetti tonight, you know, but um if you love your dad and love your fathers. Give them their flowers. And I'm speaking to myself because I got to do that too. I got to do way better at that. Um, but just do it, man. Just take the time out. As soon as you get done listening to the podcast, call your dad. Talk to your dad. You know, if your dad has passed away, um, pray. Get those words out, man. I'm telling you, it, it's so good to let people know that you appreciate them. And that you love them, it means the world. Um, whether there's a guy that's emotional like me, or if there's you know that hardcore dad, you know that don't really talk a lot about his feelings, those words mean everything to us as dads. 
So reach out, give those flowers out, and let those men know you appreciate them and, and vice versa. Dads, do the same thing with your spouses, your girlfriends, whoever, your kids, and your other family members. Give them flowers out, man. Take the time and let people know that you appreciate them, that you love them, and that you care about them. Give those flowers out to everybody. That's just a PSA for for my catchphrase. I love giving my flowers. Let people know you appreciate them and you love them. I'm going to keep saying it and saying it over and over again. And even if, you know, that person that you want to tell that you appreciate them isn't there physically, you know, you can pray to whatever God you pray to and talk to that person and let them know how you feel. Um, That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm going to keep it pushing because I got a great episode that I'm solo dolo by myself again doing it because, you know, I can't get no dads to commit, man. Um, even though I'm just joking, I got some episodes lined up, but I really want to do this episode because it's such a personal, um, episode for me. Um, and it's a lot of topics that I want to talk about by myself without feeling awkward and talking about it with another dad right now. So I got some great things in the works. I can't wait to share it with you guys. Um, just, Sit down, grab a seat, get you a nice little uh, refreshment or something, a snack, whatever. Get comfortable and um, listen to this latest episode of the Daddy Ain't Dead podcast. It's going to be lit. I'm telling you, like I said in my in my marketing, this episode is going to be hilarious. At least I think it is um, about what I'm about to talk about and the things that are going on in my life right now and spreading the message of Daddy Ain't Dead, give me my flowers. All right, so (laughs) we're going to talk about a few things, or I'm going to talk about a few things. And, you know, got a big family. Got four of them things. Got four kids. And that's it, because your boy got a vasectomy. Yep, I went ahead and did it. Got the old snippety snap. And your boys, is, is the clip is getting empty. You know what I'm saying? Um, needless to say, it was ridiculous. Um, it was like two consulting appointments. It was a lot of Korean doctors all around me looking at me crazy and doing the most. And without getting too graphic and going into details for for real, even though I'm going to go into details, (laughs) it was a crazy, ridiculous experience. So as some of y'all know, um, unless you're a new follower, if you know me personally, I was just living or we were just living in South Korea. And we just moved. I'm in California right now. And my family's in Florida. But before we moved, I thought it was a smart idea to go get a vasectomy right before I moved. And although it was semi-painless, um, it was hella awkward. So I'm there by myself. In the doctor's office or operating room to get you all groomed up 
in the in the hella small um what what is that thing called? <laughs> when like your little gown, you know what I'm saying? But it ain't even really a gown, it's like an outfit. Like it's a straight up like a dicky outfit with these crazy patterns on that you gotta wear. You gotta wear like and, and I don't know if people who listening, if you've been to South Korea before or Korea, man, Koreans got small feet. And, you know, me, I wear a size 12. I got wide feet. They make you wear these little baby slippers that I was about to bust out them things. And, you know, they shuffling your boy all around. They got the, you know, shower cap on. Like, you know, the hospital is like hella clean. So we go in, you know, they prep you. They give me the IV and the pain meds and all that good stuff. Now, the doctor insured me. Anthony, it's not going to hurt. You're going to feel minimal, minimal pain. All right, cool. So, now mind you, I go in there. I'm laying down. You know, they're drugging me up. Now, mind you, I'm I'm awake. This is not a um, local anesthetic uh, thing. Like, they don't put you to sleep. And and I don't even know if I just said that right. <laughs> but they don't put you to sleep. They just give you pain meds and hope you deal with the pain good. So I get in there. They they making me take off the pants. So I'll take off the pants. Oh, because I'm already just butt naked under this uh, dicky outfit that they got me in. So I'm looking like straight up thug in there. You know, now I ain't got no drawers on. They make me take the pants off. And I'm just laying there with my joint all out. You know what I'm saying? I got like five Korean doctors up in there just just looking at me crazy. And the next thing you know, they you know, they speak a Korean, obviously talking about me and what's going on. I'm like, hold up. First of all, it's cold in this room. That's first of all. Let's just get that out the way. Okay. And why all y'all in here? Like, why take all y'all in here to do this? Then they got one lady walking around. I'm feeling all insecure about myself because this lady walking around that ain't my wife. That's all up in my business while my junk is just out and about. I'm like, can a brother get a blanket? Can I get something to cover your boy? Something. So then, okay, they must have read my mind because then they cover me up. So they cover my feet, my legs. My thighs and my stomach. That's it. Some of junk is still out. Just not as exposed, but it's still exposed. <laughs> so then it gets even more awkward because, you know, they have to do what they need to do as far as surgery. They got to put gels and, and ointments and this, that, and the other. Then your boy come with the needles and injecting stuff and doing this. Needless to say, 15 minutes later, and a bunch of me going, ah, 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 I thought this wasn't supposed to hurt. Yeah, the vasectomy was done. When I say I was mad as shit, and excuse my language, because I, I usually don't cuss on here, but I was pissed afterwards, because my boy told me it wasn't going to hurt. It definitely... Um, was uncomfortable. I won't say it hurt like um, like super hurt or nothing like that, but it was hella uncomfortable. Um, 
I was fine. I got up. I walked out. It was no pain for real um, afterwards. And I was good to go. It was just ridiculous that my junk was just out and about with like five, six doctors there. And really only two of them actually touched me. So I don't know what the other people was there for. Um, It was just ridiculous. And then why was the woman there? I just don't get why the woman was there. I don't remember her doing anything important. And I just, I mean, I just gave a free peep show to all these Korean doctors and nurses. And I wasn't comfortable about that. But yes, your boy got the vasectomy. Team Cower is complete. Now I got to go back for a follow-up. Make sure the um, the clip is empty. And for any fathers that's out there thinking about getting it, um, because you may have too many kids like me, <laughs> or you just want to get it, it's not that bad. It's not that serious. Um, if you go and get it, um, just know that Expect to be a little bit uncomfortable, um, but it's not a bad experience. Um, I would do it again a million times. I love my babies, but don't want no more babies. Me and, me and Jackie are done. Finito. The team is complete. I almost got a start in five. Okay, so we're done there. The vasectomy, again, crazy. I think in the end, worth it. Because I'm tired of living La Vida Broca. Um, that's why I got the new job. Because can't afford these kids no more. So I had to get this promotion. So speaking of that promotion, Mauhan Cali. I just became the flight chief of child and youth programs out here for an Air Force base in California. And so far, it's awesome. I'm loving Cali. I'm loving my new job. Peace of mind, stress-free, and more money. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. God has definitely blessed me and my family with this opportunity, and I'm going to take every advantage I can um, of being back in the United States and loving me some California right now. And I'm going to take advantage of this opportunity and do a great job as usual because that's what I do. Um, But before I moved... To California, South Korea. They were trying to hold me down. <laughs> so many things was going on in South Korea when I was moving, um, you know, with the housing and the movers and um, the landlord and just different stuff. I was doing the most. I'm going to tell you right now, for all you husbands out there thinking about moving your family across the world, think very long and hard on who's going to be doing all the manual labor, okay? Think long and hard about it before you do it because that was me. I was doing all the manual labor because guess what? My family was in the States. So we made the decision as a family that um, my wife and kids would stay back in Florida. I would fly 13 hours or 12 hours back to South Korea and Get the house all packed up and ready to go for the new move. Now, thank the Lord that um, the military does take care of me and they come and pack it up for you. But still having to pack and get my own stuff together and, excuse me, and moved out of the way for the movers to come and 
just paperwork and going here and going there and doing this and doing that is insane. Okay. So moving already sucks in itself, but doing it in a whole nother country, which is our second time doing it in another country is always a challenge, but it's a great experience. I love living in South Korea. I met many of people out there that are going to be lifelong friends. Um, a lot of people that I actually knew from the States were over in that base in South Korea and um, the food was great. The social life out there was pretty good, and we had a pretty good time. My kids got to experience the world, and I challenge all you fathers out there to you know, travel, take your family to different places, places that you've never been, places that you wish you could have went when you were younger um, or growing up. And that's why I do what I do, to try to provide for my kids an opportunity to see the world and not be so closed-minded and thinking that the United States is the only place um, for them to see and grow up and experience. Um, my kids are going to be well-rounded because I have one kid that was born in Texas, one kid that was born in Florida, one kid that was born in Portugal, one kid that was born in South Korea. And they've been traveling. They got more passport stamps than some adults. And I'm going to always say that and keep saying that. Um, because I want y'all to step it up, travel, see the world, experience new things, provide for your family those opportunities that you may not have had when you was growing up. And even if you did have those opportunities, why wouldn't you want to share that with your family? Um, it's, a, it's a great experience. So new job is on deck, new blessings. And to everybody that's out there thinking about those same things, take those opportunities, man. If you got a chance to provide even more and give yourself a better opportunity for your friend or from your, I'm sorry, for your family, do it. Don't hesitate. You got to leap out on faith and, and do those things, man. I'm telling you, I had people tell me to my face that I wasn't going to be able to move up and do the things that I'm doing, that I wasn't cut from that cloth that I wasn't able, that I wouldn't be able to do anything without their cosign. But here I am with the Lord's blessing. I'm just, I'm, I'm amazed and I'm going to enjoy every moment of it. And I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. You can't hold somebody down when they just, I got the shovel, man. I'm digging it up. I'm digging up everything and I'm, I'm getting out of the hole. And that's what I do when I go to these different places, man. I'm a fixer, and I'm going to continue to do those things, and I'm going to continue to provide these opportunities for my for my family, for my kids, for my wife, for me. Um, you know, just a little, little poor kid from the hood in Tampa. You can't tell me nothing now. I done been to Portugal, Italy, San Miguel. I done been in the Caribbean now. And I've been to South Korea, Germany, like a few, a bunch of different states, met wonderful people and all of that because I said I'm not about to waste my talent and waste my time doing stuff that's so small. And I'm going to always step up to the plate and provide for my family. And I challenge all you dads out there, prove that you ain't dead. I'm telling you, your, your kids are going to love you for it. Kids are going to appreciate you even more for it. And you'll feel even better once 
once you get done doing those things each and every time you do them. Um, another thing, man, I want to talk about is loving on your kids. And when I say loving on your kids, <clears throat> I mean, you know, the hugs, the kisses, the playing with them. All those things mean so much to your kids, whether you realize it or not. It can affect them in so many different ways. And for for every every dad that's out there that might be struggling with this, I'm going to tell you, I struggled with this big time. Um, being a father of four is always hard, especially when you're putting in the hours at work that I'm doing um, to come home. And, you know, you just want to sit down and you just want to chill. But your kids is on 10 and they happy that you home because they love you and they want to play and they want to talk and they want to play fight and they want to want you to play catch or basketball or just watch TV with them. It's it's super hard and I get it. But guess what? You got to give them that time, you know. I've talked about it before in other in another episode about how the national average of dads that give um undivided attention to their kids is like two minutes a day. And that's sad. Um when I say loving on them, perfect example, right? Because I love on my kids so much, when I went to visit them in Florida and they hadn't seen me in like a month and a half. My boys jumped all over me. I mean, jumped all over me. My son hugged me so tight, my five-year-old Jay, my my big boy. He jumped on me so hard and hugged me so tight, and he started crying. Now, just the thought of that gets me kind of like, like choked up right now. And just thinking about my boy jumping on me like that and hugging on me and crying because he missed me so much and he loved me so much. And he said that to me, my five-year-old, like that was, that was a, it was a bittersweet moment because it was like, he feels this way because I, I give him that, I give him those, that emotion. I give him that feeling but it's also because he missed me and I hate being away from them. Um, <clears throat> but that's the importance of loving on your kids. Because could you imagine as a dad, if you came home and nobody said hi to you, how would that make you feel? Like, you'd be mad as hell. Like, I know I would. <laughs> Like when when I do come home, the very few times that I come home and and nobody is like awake when I come home or everybody's like on the tablets or paying attention to the TV, um, I'm like, yo, what, what? Where is my hello? Where is my hug? Where is my high five? Where is anything? Um, because I'm so used to that, you know. So I, I guess. If you put out that energy, you're going to get it back. If you love on your kids, they're going to love on you back. If you love on your wife, she's going to love on you back. And that's a whole nother subject. But we're going to talk about, just like I said, excuse me, loving on the kids. 
Um, and this is for the boys and the girls. They can mean it means so much, you know, especially for your young girls. If you got a daughter like me, when you love on her, is is you're just showing her what a man should be doing and how he should be doing it. Whether you are letting her know that hey, this is I'm your dad. And I'm going to take care of you. I represent what you should be looking for in a man. That's how you should be loving on your daughter. You should be showing your sons how they need to act, behave, carry themselves to prepare to be a man out in this world and to be like preparing them for to be a husband, to be a leader, to be whatever they're going to be, but in the right way, whatever that is for them. Um, but you're the example. And you can only, when you love on them, it's, you're showing them that. You're showing them the safe, um, a, a safe, nurturing ways from their father, from their dad, that, a man can give you. It's so many different ways that us as as men, and specifically for me, black men, um, how how we're portrayed in the media, movies, you know, music, whatever, that we kind of have to change those stereotypes by showing people how we how much we love and how we love and how passionate we are. And how hard working we are, and how motivated we are, like all of that comes from a place of love. Like to do those things to provide, you gotta love. And when you are putting forth that type of energy, it's gonna come back to you, like by a hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like so, it goes all the way back to loving on your seeds, which is your children. It trickles down when you when you loving on your wife, your kids see that. When you're respecting her, when you are talking and communicating in respectful ways, having fun, your kids see that, whether you realize it or not. And they're gonna take those things into their life. And that's all a part of the love you're showing them. Because I guarantee you, your sons, when they look at you, dads, they're not looking at you know, exactly like how how you're moving, right? They are looking at how you treat others, how you converse with others. You know, even least important, they're looking at how you dress, how you carry yourself. And they're going to emulate that. Your daughters, they're going to look at how you treat their mother. And that's what their expectation is when they go out in this world and meet men. So all of that, you got to love on them in those ways because it's so important because you're affecting the future, the future outcomes of your own family, whether you know it or not. Now, just be cognizant. Just be aware of what you're doing, even if my words are not what you need to hear or that you want to hear. You got to hear if you listening to this is that it's got to hit home for you in some way, shape or form that if you falling short in some area. Step it up, 
I'm talking to myself also because I'm not perfect at all. My wife would tell you that. <laughs> but you got to step up, love on your kids, man, um, and, and motivate them and do so many other things um, with your life when it comes to loving on your family and loving on your kids. Um, I tell you the most, um, I won't say important, the most important, but one of the, (laughs) I keep wanting to say it this way, but it's a super important thing that you value yourself as a man and use the power you have in a positive way. And I'm going to just leave that there. Use what you have in a positive way to affect change. Expect change. Change is going to happen regardless if you wanted it to or not. So why not be on the positive side of history and affecting how your family is going to affect the world? Because little do you know what the future holds for your young kings and queens that you're raising Everything you do has an effect, I'm telling you. So lead with love. Take care of your families. And make sure everybody around you is giving you your flowers. Hey, you looking for someone to do your social media graphics or promote something and you have no idea how to do it or where to start? Hit up Synergy Lane Consulting. They specialize in working with small businesses and solo entrepreneurs with organizational development, copy editing, and social media management, including content creation. So if you could check out all my social media pages and you can see some of the awesome work she does to help promote the Daddy Ain't Dead podcast. So check out Synergy Lane Consulting on Twitter at Synergy Lane. That's S-Y-N-E-R-G-Y-L-A-I-N-E. Or you can hit them up on email at info at synergylane.com. Daddy Ain't Dead Podcast. Give me my flowers. Got some of these classic dad jokes for you. Prepare not to laugh. And I mean, if you laugh at these jokes, I'm not even joking. There's some of the corniest jokes I've ever found. And they're really not funny. Like, but I, for some reason, I think somebody out there is going to think these are funny. So I'm going to read them. All right. Joke one. My wife accused me of being immature. I told her to get out of my fort immediately. If I had some symbols that I could play like a sound effect, uh, I insert right there. So I got fired from my job today at the bank. Old lady asked me to check her balance, so I pushed her over. (laughs) That faint noise you just heard was me laughing under my breath. Lord. My last and final joke. A local barber in my neighborhood was arrested for selling drugs. It's unbelievable. I've been his customer for years, and I had no idea he was a barber. 
That is it for this segment of Dad Jokes on the Daddy Ain't Dead podcast. I hope you did not laugh at any of those. I would just pray you did. All right, guys. So what I want to finish up with on this episode is giving you guys a little bit of motivation or just some words of encouragement um, to, to leave with. And also to give a special thank you to um, a certain group of people um, who check out the podcast. So first of all, I just want to say, wake up every day, work hard, work harder than the guy next to you, work harder than the guy you were yesterday, never give up, you deserve the awards of the work you put in, you make things happen, expect much from yourself, expect much from others, create your future, make a goal, work for it, achieve it, do it for your family, do it for yourself, do it. Now, those are not my words. That is a poster that I have that I look to every day as motivation going forward in my my life, my career, um, as a husband, as a father, as a man of God. I look at that and use that as motivation each day. So I take that and challenge you to do the same thing. So take those words, write them down if you can, go back and listen. Um, and share that and also put that in your own mind to go ahead and prepare yourself into new and bigger, bigger and better things. Also, now to say thank you to a large or a different group, honestly, of followers. First of all, I want to say thank you. Um, I appreciate you all that take the time out of your day to listen to the Daddy and Dead podcast because you can be doing something so much better than listen to my crazy behind talk about um dads and all the things that um, affect us and spreading this message of how dads are a positive um, and much needed part of the family um, scope. So for everybody that's out here, man, I'm just amazed. I'm humbled um, to to look at the analytics of the podcast. Um, first of all, to all the people that are listening from the UK, from the United Kingdom, from New Zealand, France, um, South Korea, Sweden, and all of the different states in the United States. Um, it it really is. I, I appreciate it so much. It's really humbling um, that you guys are taking the time out to listen and um, give the precious time that you have to listen to what I got going on and what I have to say, me and my guests um, each and every episode of the Daddy and Dead podcast. I promise you I'm going to do more episodes. Um, I'm also coming out with some merchandise, um, some shirts, and I already have some. I'll be posting it on my social media, what they look like. And if you're interested in them, we can we can talk. We can talk. So um, just be on the lookout for that, that we'll be having, or I'll be having some merchandise that'll be coming. Um, because I ain't making no money off this, all right? I'm really just in this because I am a dad who wants to spread this message of positive role modeling and appreciation for dads and all the things we do um, for the family atmosphere and for the family um, scope, like I said before. So 
Again, thank you, thank you, thank you for checking out the Daddy Ain't Dead podcast. Give me my flowers. Hey, guys. Thanks again for checking out the Daddy Ain't Dead podcast. I appreciate you all, but I got one more favor to ask of you. Make sure you click, like, subscribe to the Daddy Ain't Dead podcast on Anchor and all the many other social media outlets and podcast platforms. So we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Pocket Cast, CastBox, Breaker, Radio Public, Stitcher, Overcast, and of course, Anchor. Okay, so tell a friend and tell a friend to give me my flowers. Make sure you're reposting, sharing. I mean, do anything and everything to get the word out about this podcast. Okay, I'll appreciate it. I'm telling you, you do this for me. I got something special for you. Told you, I got the merch coming. You never know. I might just start giving out free merch for people who, you know what I'm saying, sharing the podcast. So be on the lookout for that. Spread the word of giving my flowers to Dead Ain't Dead podcast. Again, tell a friend to tell a friend about the podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out, and I'll see you on the next episode. Give me my flowers. Dead Ain't Dead podcast. Peace.